so good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, did you did you like the topics that I just sent you? Yeah. No. Yeah. The the topics were good. Um, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. I figured we could talk about um, a little bit about the playoffs in general. Um, like how you feel about the new playoff format, stuff like that. Um, what what would you think about doing like not predictions, but like who you feel as of right now you would take to go from the Eastern Western Conference Finals or something like that. Yeah, we can talk about like who we thought initially was gonna was gonna win. Like then I thought the Nets were gonna be good, but exactly. And then now yeah. it kind of looks like Golden State's the best team in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, and same with the Suns. I thought the Suns were kind of gonna run away with it, to be honest. But yeah, but Devin Booker getting hurt. I know. Like, yeah, this, this is all like yeah. this is all like stuff. Yeah. But I, okay. I always I always put LeBron in there because you know LeBron's just like <laughs> LeBron, and yeah, yeah. I actually think it'd be fun to try to pick a team for him. Like, which team would he? Improve? I was thinking about that. Better. It's hard though. It's hard. Um, do you have one in mind? Well, I was thinking about it because I was like the the ideal team that he would want to play on would be Golden State, but. Who would you take out of that lineup, and would that actually make them better? Because if you take Draymond out, LeBron's not playing defense like that, right? Right. And it's not like they need scoring because they have just a bunch of scores around Draymond. But then you could say, like, are you trying to say that Draymond's better than LeBron? But that's not the case when right. Draymond plays his role perfectly, and no one else in the and he's probably the best defender in the league. And, like, what he's kind of doing with Jokic. Like, I mean, that team is so – like, Denver's so bad without Jokic. They <laughs> they would have yeah. 15 yeah. wins if it wasn't for him. That's true. Absolutely true. So, okay. So, so, yeah, I mean, so Golden State I don't think would be the team. I honestly think the team uh, he'd be best on would be Miami. You just put like Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Max Struess around him. He can just drive and kick to any of those guys. And what about uh, how do you feel about him on the Bulls? There's no shooters on the Bulls. Yeah, but they need. I mean, he can play point guard for the Bulls at this point. Yeah, but he he did that everywhere else. I mean, if you don't have any shooters, like LeBron's capabilities aren't. As high yeah, as... or utilized correctly. Yeah, right. That's fair. I was just thinking, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm a Bulls fan, so I was yeah, just I know. My, I know. in my head, I'm thinking Bulls, and uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, I I understand the the the, the Warriors aspect. Um, the Heat also make a ton of sense. The Heat, yeah, that's like his, I mean, that's his ideal team. I mean, he's always right. going to be surrounded by shooters, but he never has. And when he has, right. it was like. He had like one guy, like Ray Allen or Kyrie. Yep. You know, not not like three or four of them. And not many teams have that many shooters. So it's like, where's his ideal fit? And I would say Miami, I mean, just somewhere where he could do the most of like what he's good at without having to do anything he doesn't want to do. And like what he doesn't want to do is play defense and shoot threes. Play defense for sure. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I think that those are fair assessments. Um, it's hard, though. I mean, because you can put LeBron anywhere and he'd find a role. That's why it's hard. I'm not saying, I'm not saying he role. wouldn't. Yeah, I'm not saying he wouldn't make. I think the only team he wouldn't make better is the Warriors. I think that that would actually make them worse in a way. Only because the role that, that every player has in that death lineup or their even their starting lineup, they play their role. They play to their role. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason why I say that, but he would obviously make every other team better. Yeah, I like the point you made about uh, Draymond. That makes a ton of sense. Um, yeah, because who would you take out of that lineup? I mean, again, it's LeBron, so you can take whoever you want out and put him in. But in terms of like team ball, I get exactly what you're saying with that. Yeah, I'm not saying they would like wouldn't make the playoffs if you put LeBron instead of Draymond. I'm saying that that team's chemistry—they've been together for so long mm-hmm. that it's kind of tough to 
kind of tough to mess with. I mean, yeah, and then Miami. I I don't understand how Miami got so many shooters. Like who? Dude, who the hell is Max Struess? Like he came out of nowhere. Dude, yeah, Miami in general. Like I, I don't know what it is. I just don't believe in Miami. I still don't, and I don't know why. Um, but Miami to me. I mean, obviously they're a good team. They're first. They're the number one seed in the East. But I just don't. I don't. I don't see them coming out of the East either. Um, they have a bunch of. Done. I don't know. They have a bunch of role players, and they have three guys who are good third options. So like Kyle right. Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and uh, Bam Adebayo. Those guys are all mm-hmm. third options on like a championship level team. But I don't know how that's going to work because they have a lot of depth. So it's like I don't hate it. But yeah, I would say Jimmy it? Butler's a little bit better than a third option. Jimmy, I, I, I love Jimmy Butler. Wasn't his best year this year, but um, he's still, I think, a stud. He's playing great in the playoffs. You, yeah, what did he go off for the other day? 48? Yeah, Is something that like that. 45, yeah. maybe. 45. I don't know. He's, uh, he's just one of those guys who gets it done when he needs to get it done. Yeah. But yeah, and I one, think one, if I – go ahead. They're they're a one seed, so. No, I know. I just the East was just so congested this year. What was the yeah, difference? They were between, so good, right? The difference between the Heat and the Bulls at the six seed were how many, What was it? Four games? Four or five, five games, games? Yeah, yeah, four or five games, and then the difference between the Suns, um, the Suns and the what was the um in the West? It was like seven the Suns games. And the, the Pelicans. No, I think it was more. I think it was like thirteen or fourteen. No, I'm, I'm saying between the um, oh the, Suns and the Grizzlies. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm talking about the one and two seed in the in the West. It was like the Suns had a seven game lead, didn't they? Um, eight games. Yeah, eight <laughs> games. Yeah, it's unreal. There, there was more. The... There was more parity between the Suns. The number one seed and the number two seed, the Suns and the Grizzlies in the Western Conference, and there was between the Heat and the Bulls, which was one versus six. Dude, listen to this. So, wow. So the Pelicans had the eight seed, right? Mm-hmm. They were they were twenty eight games behind the Suns, <laughs> and the Hawks are oh, an eight shit. seed. They're ten. Oh my god! And ten games behind the Heat. That's Nuts. Insane. Yeah. It was just it was just like two different worlds. I mean they were all over like all ten of the teams that made I guess you can call it the playoffs. They don't call it the playoffs, but it is the playoffs, the playing game. Mm -hmm. They're all over five hundred, which is actually pretty good. But then then you have the Pelicans and the Spurs and they're ten and twelve games under five hundred. Right. That's nuts. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. I thought – I don't know how you felt during the regular season, but I thought the Suns were going to run away. Um, was it this year? Just obviously just because. But um, I don't know. I think I think you're when, what you said earlier about the Warriors is correct. If I had to pick a team right now to come out of the West, it would be the Warriors. Um, it's just you – see, you've seen them do it like – you've seen them do it so many times that there's it's hard to bet against them when they're playing this well. The only reason the Warriors <laughs> weren't, weren't the number one seed – I mean, the Suns had a great year. 64 mm-hmm. wins, that's a ton. Yep. The only reason why they, they they didn't have 60 wins is because they lost Draymond, they lost Steph, and I think they played like – I don't even know if they played like 10 games all together when they were healthy. So – and, and they're still the three seed. So, I mean, that's yeah, still – Yeah, they're still three seed. Yeah. And they're going to sweep. They're going to sweep Denver, and mm-hmm. whoever they play next is probably going to be. Who would it be? Let's see. Who would it be? Would it be Memphis? No. Yeah. It would be no, Memphis. it wouldn't be Memphis. Oh yeah, you're right. Because um, the Suns. Well, if the Suns win their series, but um, if the the Suns will play. Um, Jazz or uh, Mavericks? Is Memphis even going to beat the Timberwolves? I mean, did you watch that game last night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was crazy. That was a good game. Was Those a very, teams very good game. are the same. 
Yeah, exa- they're the yeah, exactly the same. Exactly the same. Identical. And Mem- Memphis has three of the same guys. Brandon Clark, Desmond Bain, and uh, uh, who's their last guy? Brandon Clark, Desmond Bain, and hold on. And Dylan Brooks are all the same guy. I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're all they're all like six seven, six eight, jacked as shit, <laughs> and try to fight everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I'm I'm kind of happy for the Timberwolves. They've had such a long suffering. Um, you know, I don't know how, I don't know how many years it's been, but they won, I, I kind of want the Timberwolves to win. Before this year, they won one playoff game in the last like. 15, 16 years. That's what I mean. It, it, it reminds me of us Bengals fans who have suffered through so much and then we had such a great run in the playoffs this year. Like, I feel bad for franchises like that. It's sad. It really is. Yeah, you, so, like, I, I, would love, I, would love, I would love to see the Timberwolves win. I was yeah. so happy when they won last night. Yeah, I just – I don't know how I feel about Cat. I'm not a big fan of Yeah, him, but... I'm, not, I'm not a big fan either. I, I'm really not. I'm, are you, how, how do you feel about uh, Patrick Beverly? Are you a big, uh, big Patrick Beverly fan after the uh, all that stuff he was doing after the uh, playing games? <laughs> I mean, he just makes you laugh. And he <laughs> I know, talks a lot of shit, but he's actually pretty solid. And if you're going to yeah. bring that kind of energy to your team, then how can you hate on that? But... No, yeah, absolutely. It, he's, he's, he reminds me of a – Joe Kim Noah, kind of. You love him on your team, hate him when you play against him. Everyone else hates oh, him. Oh, for sure. He's on your when team, he, you love him. When he was on the Clippers, I loved him. Just because yeah. he was just um, so funny. He's just, I mean, he's just, I mean, it, it's nice to see someone in the NBA um, commit to playing defense, too. So, I, I, I appreciate that a lot. And just, um, and just give a shit in general. Right, yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I would like to see Minnesota win. I think I would like to see Dallas win if I had to. Well, Utah really is about... the most boring team of all time. I know. That's why. Like, at least Dallas has Luka, which is who who's fun to watch. Um, but, yeah, I like, the Jazz nice. do nothing for me. They do absolutely nothing for me. I remember, like, um, two years ago when they got Mike Conley, they were, like, the favorites to win the, the NBA championship. And I just didn't understand why. I was like, Mike Conley's <laughs> never really – uh, he's never even made an all-star game. They got uh, Rudy Gobert. They got Defensive Player of the Year. So, that's why. <sighs> I mean, I guess. He's, 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 he's a, I, I still think he's a stud. But He is, but him and Dominic Mitchell do not fit. They're, yeah. they're going to they're gonna blow it up if they lose this series. Quinn Who? Siders yeah, no, it. I mean, they have to. Right? I mean, they have to to keep up. I mean, offensively, Donovan Mitchell – Mike Conley, <laughs> fine. Like who? But who else do they have? No one. They, they literally That's have no one. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So they, they. I feel like they just don't fit today's style of NBA. Um, but that's just me. Again, it's just the boring to watch. That's just as a basketball fan, I, I just have zero interest in watching the Jazz play. Yeah, I mean they when they. I mean Jordan Clarkson, I guess, but he plays. No defense. I can't believe. Oh, excuse me. I can't believe Hassan Whiteside's still in the league. Um, <laughs> I kind of forgot he was in the league. I'm gonna be honest. And so you just said that. <laughs> there's too many people with the last name Bogdanovich because that yep. name is way too unique to mm-hmm. be to have multiple people with that name. But <laughs> I mean, I'm looking down their roster right now, and I just I don't get it. Yeah. No, neither do I. That's what I'm saying. It, it just doesn't. Like, it doesn't sit well with me. I don't know why. Um, but, yeah, no, I think they just – they defensive – or I could be, you know, completely wrong here, but they, they strike me as a defensive-oriented team that um, – In the paint, yes. You know, but Right. Like what I was texting but, yesterday or texting a group yesterday, I was saying they have the worst perimeter defense I've ever seen. It's like – I feel like when Jalen Brunson can get any shot that he wants, we're we're also we're also spending way too much time talking about the Jazz. Oh, I know, I know. But we can cut some stuff out, right? <laughs> no, we can leave it in because it's funny because no one else is. But we're just no talking one, shit yeah. to him. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the Nets, dude. I don't understand. Well, I do. I know why. But uh, what's your biggest takeaway from the Nets? Like when. 
You know, when you've watched them, I don't. And this is we we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. Like, I just don't even know what happened. I, like, I'm confused. It, it, you know, I think it's just a little bit of Kevin Durant not performing in the playoffs this year. And I, I guess I didn't, you know, didn't realize how dependent they were on on Kevin Durant carrying the team. But I also just think it could be Jason Tatum. They don't have an answer for him. Um, and I think Jason Tatum's a lot better than a lot of people gave him credit for. Personally, that's what I think. Um, have you seen this stuff that are saying this is where – it's it's going all over Twitter where this is like passing the torch of Kevin Durant to Jason Tatum. Have you seen that stuff? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Because I I don't know yet. I think this is just a bad series for KD. I don't think he's going away anytime soon. But <coughs> um, it is interesting to think about. Yeah, I mean he is thirty three, but if you go down the roster for the Nets, so they trade. They traded uh, James Harden, right? And they got mm-hmm. Andre Drummond. They basically got Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and um, what else they get with him? Is that it? No, oh, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Ben well, you forgot about Ben Simmons. Guy who well, doesn't he play. Has, he hasn't been playing. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you give, up, you give up a guy like James Harden who he's obviously uh-huh. been struggling. I think he's been hurt. But you give up James Harden and you get a guy who doesn't play and Ben Simmons. You get Seth Curry, who's hurt. I don't know if you noticed <clears throat> that, but he, he got hurt like 10 games before the playoffs started, and he just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I mean, he's, he's out there, so whatever. Yeah, no, he's out there, and, he's, and, he, and he's, he's fine. He's performing well, well enough, at least. He's, he's fine. He's a role player. Yeah, right? yep. he's, a, he's a shooter. And then yep. you have Andre Drummond who can't stand on the floor for more than 15 minutes because mm-hmm. of small ball, like playoff basketball. Like yep. a, a center, unless you have a unbelievable, I'm trying to think of a center and no one's coming to my mind right now. Unless you have a guy like Jokic yep. or Embiid or Giannis, but Giannis is a power forward. Yeah, Giannis. Unless you, have, unless you have those kind of people at, as your five, your center's only playing 15 minutes. Because he's going to get run off the court, and right. Boston in Boston has a bunch of wing guys, and out Horford, who's eighty-seven years old. <laughs> but like losing anyway, back to the Nets, not having yeah. Ben Simmons play, who would be able to guard Tatum very well as well. Like he wouldn't be doing what he's doing now because they're asking Kevin Durant to basically pick up Tatum on the defensive side, then come down and try to score 40 because if Kyrie's not scoring 40, they're not winning. So right. some, one of those guys has to come off and then losing Joe Harris as well is a big, is a big hit, but then they don't really have like, they just have a bunch of random people on their bench, like Patty Mills, Nick Claxton, Gordon Dragic. Like, I mean, what, happened should... to, what happened to Dragic, man? He was so good. Just for a old. while there. I mean, he's 35. Yeah, he's just old. He's old as shit. But Patty they're, Mills. They're team, yeah. I mean, he's they're they're fine, but... <sighs> Boston's defense is so good mm-hmm. that I think it's just getting in their head. Like, when you're throwing Jalen Brown, Tatum, Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart was defensive Marcus player Smart. of the year. Yeah, he's a, he's, yeah. He's a freak. And they're just, anno- they're just annoying. And then Jason Tatum's really good. I mean, I don't understand the passing the torch thing because apparently LeBron passed the torch to Kevin Durant years ago. Right. But right. what does that even mean? Right, because <laughs> LeBron is still playing at a high level for the most part. So, yeah I, yeah, I get what you're saying. There is no passing the torch, really. Maybe it's just because they're he's similar to Yeah, like People are saying like, and, he's better than him now or what? Yeah, it's like a, I think that's what it is. It's like a storyline, a playoff storyline. Like, hey, the younger, a younger player is outplaying, you know, this generational guy who is who has been the number one, number two player in the world. And I think it, it could just be all for clicks, but I've seen it like last this in, through the entire playoffs. Like every time that the Celtics and Nets play, it pops up on my timeline. This is the <laughs> you know, hey, this is the passing of the torch from Kevin Durant to Jason Tatum and. I just don't understand it because I think Kevin Durant still has a lot of good years. Like you said, he's what, 33? 
He's still got a lot the of way, years the, left in the NBA. The way he plays, he can play till he's 40 because he's a shooter right. and he can shoot. So Right, right, exactly. And I don't know, maybe it's just because they're like – they're not identical type players, but they're like similar-ish type players. Play, I don't know. Yeah, they play the same position. Yeah, but um, – I just thought that was interesting. It's like all that stuff when you're, you know, when you're watching football, Brady's finally passing the torch to whoever, you know, you can name seven people he's passed the torch to over the last 25 years. And, um, he's still there. I mean, he retires and then retires. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. I think it's a little too soon to be, to be, you know, one bad series isn't going to, this isn't the end for Kevin Durant is, is I, I think the point I'm, I'm trying to get at. Um, I also don't think it's the end for the Nets. I think they'll be fine going forward. Yeah, they will. Um, they, they just need they to get just, their contracts. Yeah, and, and I don't know if, if you watch any of the post-game press conference stuff. Like, they just – they seem like a defeated team right now. They have no confidence. I mean, KD was – his post his um, post-game press conference is pretty sad to watch. Um, but I get it. You're down 3 nothing um, when you were supposed to be the team to come out of the East all season long. And, Even though they're you know, the play, here we are. Well, I know, but like, still, even in the playoff game or the playing game, you who did you think was going to come out of the East? Like three, if if you're talking a month ago, who did you think was oh, going to come out of the East? The Bucks, for sure. Oh, you thought it was the Bucks? Okay. Yeah, I, I just I just looked like I said I looked up and down the roster of the Nets. I get they've KD and Kyrie, but you yep. never know what the hell is going to happen with Kyrie. And then if they lose him again. Like they, they don't have Joe Harris, they don't have Ben Simmons or James Harden. You know, it's well. Did you see? It's tough. I think I think Kyrie <clears throat> said he's like he won't play anywhere without KD going forward. He said that earlier. Oh, this really? Year. Yeah, he said that earlier this year. Okay, but he also told Boston that he'd want to come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I've actually kind of loved the back and forth between these two teams. Like I love the, the behind the head uh, middle fingers by Kyrie. Oh yeah, that. I thought it was hilarious. Dude, I've always been. I know Kyrie's kind of a weird dude, but I've always been a fan of Kyrie. He's so nasty. Oh, even even Durant. Everyone hates Durant. I think he he's so he just does what he wants, and I love that. No, exactly. Yeah, Kyrie has always been one of the most. I mean, probably one of the top five most talented point guards. Oh, sure. Maybe. Well, he wasn't. They didn't vote him into the top seventy-five. What? Of all time, yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't no, realize that. Definitely a snub, but someone's got to get Damn. snubbed. Yeah, I mean, when you, when it comes to that, someone's got to get snubbed. Maybe, I bet, you, I bet you that's some political stuff in there, too. I guarantee it. Oh, I'm for sure. That, sure. that absolutely like, would you, had. Would you rather have Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving? Oh, give me Kyrie Irving. Ten yeah, out of ten times. Exactly. I did see something funny today. I, I saw a uh, I saw a tweet that said, "Can we like it was a it was a screenshot. It was like a cold taste exposed. It was like, can we fast forward to the NBA Finals already?" And it was um, Lakers versus Nets. So I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I have a buddy who who bet a hundred dollars for that, and he's did gonna, he? it's going to be he? like a big payout. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that failed miserably. Yeah, he was a big, he was a big guy. Yeah. So how that would have been cool. How do you how do you feel about the Lakers and LeBron? We got to touch on them a little bit, just just oh, a man. little bit. Hold on, let's finish with the playoff talk. The last thing okay. I ask is, who do you think yeah. before before the the playoffs? Who do you think the two teams are going to be in the finals? And then now, after watching four games of the first round, who do you think? Okay, so before um, I've kind of mentioned this already, but I would say out of the West, I thought it was going to be the Suns. Um, they kind of just dominated all year. Uh, you made a good point about the Warriors not having their full team together a whole lot, so you can make an argument for the Warriors. And I don't, again, I, I honestly thought the Nets, like I thought they'd figure it out come playoff time, even though they, you know, they weren't a high seed, but also alluded to it, what they were four or six, seven games back of the Heat coming into the playoffs. So it's not like they were severely, severely far behind. Um, so coming in, I thought it would be Nets, Suns. Um, obviously now that changes no longer the Suns just because, um, Booker's injury. I mean, I I don't know how long he's going to miss, but I would say Warriors now for sure out of the West and out of the East, uh, the East is still so tough. It's Um, so tough. 
but I'm in Boston. Obviously, it looks great. Um, I'm gonna go Boston just because they've they've oh, looked God. awesome through the through the playoffs. So I'll go Boston and Warriors as my my favorites right now. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, before the playoffs, mine was uh, Warriors Bucks, and now it's okay. Oh, I don't think it's Bucks anymore because they lost Chris Middleton. Yep, and the Bulls are gonna win that series anyway. So, oh, dude, they, yeah, look so, they look so bad. They look, <laughs> they so look horrible bad. in the last game. They, yep. they put up 81 points. Last I, game. Know, uh, I know. Warriors and um, Joel Embiid's hurt. Like, yeah. Six so he, he they look good, though, overall. Yeah, but he's a torn ligament in his thumb, and they're mm-hmm. saying he's complaining about it. That's not good. And he's the only reason yep. they're going to win, win yep. anything. But. I want to say the Heat, but I'm with you, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> and it doesn't I know make that sense. Yeah, it makes no it sense. Make sense. I'm gonna. That's this is boring, but Boston looks so nasty. I know, I know. And Jason, he just looks unreal right now. Um, That'd but, be a fun so series. It would be a fun series. You're gonna go the same. You're gonna go Boston Warriors. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. And then say if I can, couldn't pick either of those teams, I'd go, I'd go Phoenix Miami, which would be a boring Phoenix, series. Maybe. But which right, I would, I don't think. I mean, I obviously I'd watch it, but I do not. That just does not sound appealing to me. It just sounds like a bunch of role players and Devin Booker. Right, right. Miami just is not fun to watch for me. I mean, I like watching Jimmy Butler, but other than that, I just, yeah, I think you're right. I think Warriors, Celtics would be a much better final. So that's what I'm going to go with. That would be my. <clears throat> my guess. Um, but I don't know. I'm not going to put money on it because I'll probably be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not putting money on it. Yeah, right. All right, so LeBron, what do I yep. think about what's going to happen yep. or what? Or just, yeah, what do you think about, one, Lakers in general, what do you think went wrong this year? And two, just well, I think LeBron. went wrong this year? LeBron mm-hmm. stopped trying. I mean, he could have played against <laughs> Phoenix in Phoenix yeah. the night they got eliminated, and he decided not to. Then the next game he was supposed to play, and he could have gotten a scoring title. And then he said, like, just some dumb shit. But Yeah, it, it wasn't this. just rest, rest-related or something. Well, with the Lakers, when you have a bunch of guys that don't play defense and who are over the age of 30, no one wants to hustle until they make it to the playoffs. <laughs> then you have Russell Westbrook, who's all hustle, and for whatever reason, can't make a jump shot. I don't. I don't understand that. Like, I just don't get it. You practice every day, like, and you're hitting the top of the backboard on I know. Like a routine jumper. Gosh, gosh, some I, of the yeah. I just don't get it. And then I'll say this: this this might they're going to have to make some moves in the off season, and they don't really have many besides trading either Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook, but there's really no one who wants Russell Westbrook, so he's probably going to stay for the last okay. year. I think he has one, one year left on his contract. Yep. But how would you feel if the Bulls traded, did like a sign-in trade with Zach Levine and Anthony Davis? Like how would I feel as a Bulls fan? Yeah. I mean, I would love that personally. Really? Um, I don't know. I don't know how well Anthony Davis fits in with the Bulls, though. Um, you'd have to give I, up. You'd I, have to give up Vooch, though. Some, right. That's somehow. what I'm saying. That that's what that like. So it, it would probably end up being we would the Bulls would end up having Davis get rid of Vooch and get rid of Levine, and it would depend on what you would get for Vooch because the three the, the two of them together isn't going to work. I like. Anthony Davis is better as a player than Zach Levine. I think he's a better overall player, but for the Bulls off like for the Bulls right now, I don't I still don't know if it makes sense. I would need to know, you know, what else they're gonna get, if that makes sense. We gotta think. The only only place um so Vooch, Vooch has one year left after this year on his contract. Mm-hmm. So any team trading for him, probably a team that's tanking, yep. which is probably probably just want that expiring contract. Right. So 
Zach Levine, he's up after this year, so it could be a sign and trade. Uh, and you can make those make that money match up, and I'm sure he'd want to go to the Lakers. But my thing is, Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. So why would you want yeah. him on your team? Just because, just the talent overall. He, I mean, I still think he's a top 10 NBA player right now. Um, maybe that's just me. May I, you clearly disagree, but I, uh, he, if he's healthy, yeah, he's top five. Yeah. He's healthy. Right. And that's but what I'm saying. If you're I not just healthy. Think if you could get Anthony Davis and Zach Levine on the same team, sign me up <laughs> that's all day, every happening. day. I know it's not happening. I think, I do think, I do think Levine is going to leave shortly. Um, I think he likes it in Chicago, but I don't know. There's just been a lot of issues with his contract over the last couple of years um, and then not extending his contract last year. So I think he probably is going to go. So if I had a choice, I would take Anthony Davis because I, I think Levine is gone regardless. And that's just my mm-hmm. personal opinion. I mean, there's really not much the Lakers can do in general. No, so no. They're, they're, I think they're kind of stuck. Oh, there's yeah. It's uh. Let me look at their contracts really quick. The Russell Westbrook stuff, just like complete. I mean, LeBron is the worst worst GM of all time. How long? How long do you think? (laughs) How long do you think it is until until it comes out saying it wasn't LeBron's idea to bring Russell Westbrook on? (laughs) Um, His management, because yeah, you know it's coming. We all, yeah, and we all know that it was LeBron. I mean, you you saw what he said at the end of the post game or at the end of the season, right? He said, "I would love to have Westbrook back, but it's up to management to make that decision." When I think we all know behind the scenes, he's pulling the strings and he's trying to save face to the media. But he, he'll turn right around and say, "Hey, get get him off the team. Like we need to. <laughs> like we got to trade him." Russell Westbrook is making forty seven million dollars next year. Yeah, holy shit! That's stupid. That's insane. He's got he's got one year left on his. They're gonna have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys that are on contract for next year, and two of those guys are Wenyan Gabriel, Stanley Johnson, and Kendrick Nunn, and the rest is Taylor Horton Tucker, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook. Wow. That's wow, ridiculous. They're they're in trouble. They are absolutely in trouble. I mean, when you have yeah, Anthony no Davis making thirty-seven, mm-hmm. no, no, no one is. No one wants him. Mm-hmm. How much does Brown make next year? Forty-three, forty-four, forty-four. Yeah, Westbrook's gonna make more than LeBron next year. Oh my god, he's made he made more than LeBron last year too. This year, yeah, Jesus Christ. I don't think anyone um, saw that coming, though. Like, how poorly that went. I don't think anyone... I mean, I didn't see it coming. When they traded for Russell Westbrook, I said... I don't know who I said it to, but I said there's not one player in this league that fits worse... that fit worse together than Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. Who who were they trying to trade for before Russell Westbrook? What were the rumors before? I can't remember. They were but... trying to trade for Buddy Heald and... Harrison Barnes right. or something like that. That's right. That's right. It was Buddy Hield, yeah. That's that right. would have been so much better. Yeah, that would have fit so much better. You're right, because it kind of like what you talked to earlier, having a shooter. LeBron needs his shooters. Shooter and he knows his Russell role. Russell Westbrook cannot shoot. And he doesn't know his role. Yeah, and he yeah. Uh, he's you know, he commands the ball. That's how he plays, that's how he scores. That's why him and James Harden also never worked. Well, they didn't work, yeah. but not long term. Well they, they didn't both work need the ball. That's true. They kind of worked together when James Harden came off the bench in OKC, and then when no, they right. were both we're in talking, Houston. If we're talking, how long ago was that? 12 years ago? Or 15 years ago? 12 years ago? 15 years ago. That was like 2014. <laughs> or 2013. I feel, it feels so long ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, the La- yeah. Lakers are in trouble. Lakers are in trouble. Yeah. LeBron's probably going to go back to Cleveland because he sees yep. all the nice young talent. He's going to go there two years. They're going to draft Bronny in like the fifth round because Bronny's not good. 
<laughs> and I know there's not five rounds, but I know, right? They're, they'll think, make an exception. I think, uh, yeah, to for LeBron to fit the LeBron yeah. narrative, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I do think I think I think LeBron's six round LA just because it's LA. That's where he's at. Um, and, until Bronny latches onto an NBA team, and then he'll force a trade or a release or something, um, just to get on the same team. But I think he's I think he's probably a Laker until that time comes. Then he's just going to sign like one year contract after one year contract or what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of them do anyway. They sign one year contracts with second year player option. And then they, they opt out and resign because it's a, because they, there's more cap space. Right. That's what they all do yeah. anyway. I mean, that's what they should do. I mean, LeBron has enough money anyway. It's not like he needs any more. Uh... Right. Right. Any more uh, stability, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be, it's just, a, dude, when I moved to LA, I would have loved to have been a Lakers fan, <laughs> but I just can't do it with LeBron there. When you, when you moved to LA, was LeBron there already? Or was he, he still we, we were both, we both moved out here at the same time. Gotcha. Same exact time. Yep. Are you a Clippers fan at all then? Do you switch to the Clippers or no? I try to be, but the Clippers are just... Kawhi is fun. Yeah, but he hasn't played in a year, and yeah, Paul right. George has been hurt. I mean, it would have been really cool for me to the playoffs, and I try, I try to... I don't know. I try to like get into an NBA team, but my NBA team has always been the Wizards, and they suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard, yeah. When you're when you're not, you know, you I know you've always been a Wizards fan, but like when you're not... In the like a part of the city, and yeah, you know, I want to be a part it's of it. Really hard, yeah. It's really hard to continue to cheer. I get, I get exactly what you're saying. Like I turned off the notifications on the score app like halfway through the season. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, Bradley Beal's out. Okay, well, oh gosh, yeah. And I'm tired of that, seeing like I'm t- tired to see a Kuzma get 20, 22 points shooting it twenty seven times. <laughs> And the outfits and uh, everything about that, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I get that. So, Clippers would have been fun. It is crazy looking back though that neither the Clippers nor the Lakers made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah after like huge moves. I mean, the Kawhi mm-hmm. thing kind of sucks, but yeah, the Kawhi thing sucks that he was hurt. And same, I mean, same with Paul George. Paul George um, also hurt a lot of the year, which played a factor in that as well. But. Um, I wonder what the odds were for neither the Lakers or the Clippers to make the playoffs at the beginning of the year. Where that was probably a big payout, <laughs> right? You're addicted. I know. This is where my mind goes whenever I think of some of this stuff. It's exactly where my mind goes. It's bad, but it's the way I operate now. So it's so funny. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, that's enough NBA talk. Yeah. Just, I'm, yep. I'm just. Uh... I love the first round because it's like the first round of uh, of March Madness where there's games on every day and there's yeah, multiple you get three games. Or, on, so. Right, you get three or four every day, and there's always something to watch. I agree. Um, yeah, I need to. There's some good games on today, so I'm excited to watch the Bulls in a little bit, a little bit later today. So we'll see how they do today. I want them to make it a series because actually, kinda, I like the Bulls. You know, I jumped on the bandwagon this year. Yes, you did at the beginning of the year. They kind of, you know, flamed out towards the end of the year. But um, well, because they that's okay. They were hurt, and they they mm-hmm. honestly they were so they were so annoying to watch. <laughs> <laughs> they also are my you know I can't remember what their final record ended up being against the top four teams in the East, but it was like what one in seventeen. Top, top four teams in both the East and West, or top four teams in the NBA, something like that. It was like three and seventeen. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, when I saw that, I like you don't even realize it as you're, you know, going through the season. But then when someone lays it out for you, you're like, oh my god, this is yeah. this is insane. And so I, I don't expect them to make it very far. I was, it was nice to see them win in Milwaukee a couple of days ago. Uh, but the last game was absolutely horrendous to watch. I turned it off because you know it's hard to watch you, when you're down by you forty. Score <laughs> yeah, when you're down by forty. <laughs> Uh, what Williams had, he went 0 for 9, I think. Oh, God. It was, yeah, it was brutal. That was brutal to watch. But, I mean, it's horrible. It's embarrassing. 
is that, and it, it's at home. It's your first home playoff game. It's just embarrassing. But oh well. <laughs> Are you gonna go to any of the games? Uh, I don't know. Tickets aren't too bad. I think I was like I was actually looking at them this morning. Um, they have them for like eighty bucks. Uh, oh, I'm dude, obviously not going totally to. Go. I'm obviously not going today because the game's in like An hour. three hours. Yeah, two hours. Um, so I'm not going today. But if they if they come back to Chicago, or when they come back to Chicago, um, maybe I'll go to that one. Depending on what the series is at. No, they actually no. They could lose today and then lose in Milwaukee, so they might not even come back. If they come back, <laughs> then I'll think about it'd it. It'd be, <laughs> be Friday. You can go Friday. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I would go Friday. I got nothing to do on Saturday. Oh, but. Yeah, so that's where I'm at with NBA. I agree. Nice. All right, well, then we have cool. the NFL draft on, what is it, yes. Thursday? Yes. So this is where <laughs> I thrive is NFL. Um, so just a, I have a general question for you. Have you have you ever been, you know, with the draft coming up on Thursday, um, have you ever been like a massive NFL draft guy? Is this Is it something that you study or you look at or is this, you know, is it something you just turn on? And you you watch it just because it's the draft and it's an NFL event. Um, here here's the deal with this kind of stuff. When you can post a list of who goes where, you don't need a show for it. Okay. So I don't watch it. I I just honestly follow along on the score app and I just see who the Bengals and who the Eagles pick, and that's all I really care about. And then I look them up after. I don't do any research before. Like, there might be some guys who went to Cincinnati that I'm, like, looking at. And this is actually the first year in a long time where, like, they actually have relevant players, which is kind of cool. But I never – I don't watch college football that much. Yeah. So, like, I just don't care that much for for now. So, well, yes, UC. I mean, UC is absolutely relevant this year. They, I think, they might have six or seven guys go this year, which is nuts. Talking about that's UC, wild. but that's just that's just a um, you know a testament to how good of a season they had, and uh, you know they're coaching and just the recruiting it better. And you know, I think the, that program is is in for um, you know years of success, which is good for you. I know you're a massive. You know, obviously, you went to UC, so you're a big UC fan. So, um, I am the complete opposite of you, and I. <laughs> consider the draft one of my top five probably top after after opening day nfl like the first games like i even when i was in living in cincinnati and you know we had season tickets and stuff i would almost prefer if they had a home opener to not go to the game so that i could watch you know red zone on that first week just for fantasy and just because it's like it's like christmas um number two Number two is probably the draft is like my second. Wait, what? Favorite. Yeah, it's my second favorite sport. Like I revolve my week around the draft. I will watch the entire first round, entire second and third round, and the entire third day, the fourth through seventh rounds. I sit there and watch the entire thing. Four through seven. Yep, I watch the entire thing. I love it. I you know absolutely what? I'm, love it. I'm happy. I'm actually really happy you do that because. <laughs> If we were doing this and you didn't do that, you didn't watch the draft like that, then we'd have nothing to talk about. No, so yeah, you... we'll we'll have plenty to talk about. Don't don't. But Brian, worry. that's um, ridiculous. Uh, I don't know why. I just love over it. the Maybe Super it's... Bowl, over the playoffs. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, okay. So if you're if we're talking, I'd rather about watch this year. I'd rather watch Week 17 of Jaguars Jets than <laughs> the draft. <laughs> okay, that's just wrong. That is absolutely wrong. That like pains some, me. Something's happening there, at least, and I mean, at least you have like some fantasy guys going. I don't know. Oh, well, 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 even week seventeen, you don't have fantasy guys going because the season's over by then. Did I say week seventeen? All right, I'll say week fourteen. Yeah, week, well, I guess I guess week seventeen now is since there's eighteen weeks. Week seventeen would be the championship for fantasy playoffs, but. Um, no, I, I and maybe it's because this year this year was different, obviously, because Bengals won their first playoff game um, in thirty plus years. They went to Super Bowl. Like this year is different. Um, I'm not as hyped as I normally would be for the draft. Like typically, I'm looking at the draft as a Bengals fan, and this is just you know me preparing. Like come November, our season's usually over, so like the games don't even matter anymore. Yeah, I love watching them, but then I'm already starting to look at okay, where are we going to draft? 
who are the upcoming like prospects that we could get. Um, and this year it's, it took me a little bit longer cause we went to the Super Bowl, So it's only been a month or two since, since they last played a game. But I just, I love the idea of like getting new players in for all these teams. And it's like, almost like every fan base gets like a rebirth. It's, it's a, I don't know. It's like a, everyone, like every fan base, even the Jaguars, you get this breath of like, this is our year kind of a thing. It's the start of it. So I don't know why I always found that very, very interesting. Um, last year's were awesome just because we took Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So that was just part of the reason why it was so much fun. Um, this year's gonna be a little bit different Bengals specifically. I don't know where they're going. I'm, I'm thinking probably corner or D line. Um, and the top of this draft isn't as exciting as the last drafts. The quarterbacks aren't as good. Uh, wide receivers aren't even as good, but um, no, I'm excited. I like, I can't wait. I, I will plan my week around it. I will make sure I go to the gym early on Thursday so I don't have to worry about going after after work on Thursday. I'll pick up food. I'll be in front of my TV two hours before it starts, and I will sit there until the last pick is made. And then on Friday, I will do the same thing. Draft starts early on Friday. I will make sure I work out in the morning or at lunch or something, and then get food, and I will sit there for four hours, five hours, and watch the entire second day of the draft. Saturday, I'll make sure I get up early, go to the gym, and I will watch four hours of – people that I, you know, that are going to be completely irrelevant in the NFL, but I love it. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm just happy that every day that you said you're going to watch the draft, you just had to make everyone know, make, every, make sure everyone knows that before you watch it, you're going to the gym early. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause I'm a tryhard and I work harder than everyone else. So <laughs> Oh, no, okay. so I funny. just the the point of that was just like I will I will you know pick anything like I will make sure I have nothing to do at night. It's no, more what I'm. I know. Yeah, I'm just I'm messing. I'm, I was just yeah. fucking with you. I know. But uh, I know. all right. So this is actually good. So quickly, if you had to sell me on why I should watch the draft, <laughs> can you do that in sixty seconds? Can I do that? Ooh, yikes. Um, whew, why you should watch the draft. Well, okay, I got one for you specifically. It's super easy. You're a big UC fan. Desmond Ritter is going to go in the first round. I think he was gonna go, he's going to go in the first round. As a UC fan, that should bring excitement to you to see where he ends up. It, you know, it's not going to be the Eagles, your favorite team, but who do you not want him to go to? Who do you want him to go to? Where do you think he'll fit in? Um, I don't know. I think as a UC fan, that's, that's reason enough to watch it. Um, okay. But here's my thing. I could just look at it on my phone when it gets picked. <laughs> yeah. But then you don't get the in-depth analysis and you don't get to see. Like, I don't give a shit what anyone says. Did you see that thing I sent you on Instagram talking about how, when they said that Jordan Poole was like the worst pick oh, of the draft. Yeah, that's yeah. And, well, I remember I, I remember we talked about that and I was upset cuz the Bulls traded that pick for cash. Yeah. The Warriors and he was supposed to be a bull and I remember I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like um, these guys these guys on TV they just watched a bunch of film and they're now guessing because you never really know. But but I don't okay, but anyway, so my my thing is I'll just look it up when it's over or like yeah. as the picks are going. But where I don't want Desmond Desmond to go is the Steelers. Mm-hmm. But the best the best fit is the Steelers. Probably the Steelers. I also think he'd be good on the Saints, um, or the Seahawks. Oh, cool. I think those are three. I think those are three good fits for him. Um, I would hate for him to go to the Seahawks. Why? Just I feel like they're about to start really rebuilding, and Pete Carroll's not going to be there for much longer. Yeah, but and I'd rather they... rather him stay on the East Coast, you know, and not okay, pay for the, fair. the Seahawks. That's fair. <laughs> I think um, – I do think that if you look at the Seahawks in general, though, it's it, as long as they keep Tyler Lockett and they keep um, DK Metcalf, like where – that has – that offers as good a weapons for a young quarterback. Like, who do the Saints have? The Saints would be a cool fit just because it's the Saints, but they have no one on the outside. Michael Thomas, but other than that. The Steelers and – yeah, I mean, the Steelers have – No, Steelers are fine. Yeah, they have Chase Claypool. 
um, Deontay Johnson. Yeah. So Steelers would be another good one. And they have a good run game in, in Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh probably is, for a young quarterback, one of the best fits right now. Um, I you can know, also see Desmond Ritter. Mike Tomlin, too. Like, yeah. I would like to play for right. Mike Tomlin. That's true. That's a successful team that, what, they haven't had a losing season in 17 years, I think it is. Um, yeah, or 15 stupid. years since he's taken over, which is insane. Um, in my nice. in my mock draft that I have, I have him going 32 to the Lions. Who? Desmond Ritter. Oh, that'd be that, – that, it's career suicide. <laughs> Yeah, you might, as well well, that's, go, you might as well go to Cleveland. I have, I have him going to the Lions because um, I don't think they're go- I don't think they're going to take Malik Willis at two. Um, I think it's a little too rich for Malik Willis. Uh, the quarterback class just isn't great this year. But they're going to want that fifth year. Op- Someone's going to want the fifth year option with him, just because to give him an extra year to develop, they get an extra year of control without having to pay him a, a massive contract if he does succeed. So I think <clears> thirty two <throat> makes sense because they they already have thirty second pick. They don't need to trade anything. They don't need to trade back into the first round to get that fifth-year option, and it gives them someone to develop a year behind Jared Goff. I think it makes sense. I, I don't really love the fit, um, and if I'm Desmond Ritter, I'm probably not happy about it because the Lions – I mean, Dan Campbell seems to be an upcoming coach. Players love him. But in terms of, like, talent around, what, you got DeAndre Swift, who's fine. Um, Hurt. Amon Ross St. – well, yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown um, had a really good second half of the year last year. Uh, but other than that, like, what do you have? You have nothing. So, um, but that, I just think it makes sense. Yeah. Well, Jericho. <laughs> I just think it, I just think it makes sense as like a, in terms of like a, Hey, we have the 32nd pick. I don't need to trade up. I don't need to, you know, use extra draft capital that the lions need just to build a young roster. And yeah. And you get the fifth year option. So I, I think he'll go 32nd to the lions unless they, unless they trade up or, take Malik Wills at two, which I don't think they'll do. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. But that's kind of what I got right now. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. For, like I said, I've already said it like ten times, but I am super excited about the draft. And um, I've kind of put everything else on hold. Um, you are excited. We do have yes. a bet that Desmond Ritter yes. over under – what is it, over under 40? Over under 40, so our 40 and a half. So the Seahawks pick at 40 and 41, so we cut it at 40 and a half so that I get one Seahawks pick, you get one Seahawks pick. Man. So as the UC fan, why are you so down on Desmond Ritter going bottom half of the second round? I'm not or down on round I mean, the second round is, is better than I yeah. thought. I just, you know, he's, he's just pretty good. Like, I don't think he's great. <laughs> he's pretty good. He's, he's pretty like, good. he reminds me a lot. He's like a poor man's Jalen Hurts, if you know how I feel about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You could probably throw it a little bit better than Jalen, but mm-hmm. that's just the guy I think he is. And I don't no. know. Like, I, if, yeah. I, if I look at a quarterback and they can't control the game, and there was a lot of games last year that he just didn't, that were out of his control. And I'm, and to be honest, Cincinnati got pretty lucky. They, I mean, they had a great defense. They forced a lot of turnovers, but I don't think turnovers are turnover aren't. It's just not a consistent stat. So mm-hmm. it's like yeah. they just did a lot of things to make them win. And I don't think it, the, the reasons were Desmond Ritter. <coughs> Desmond Ritter. You, all the time. you, you think Desmond Ritter was just a product of a solid overall team rather than him oh, carrying the team type of thing. You just. I mean, you just said they're going to have six or seven guys go in the draft, so. Yeah, no, that's true. That's a fair point. Um, defense also was unbelievable. Their corners yeah. were, were studs. Um, Isn't Sauce Gardner supposed to go, like, top five? Yeah, yeah. I have, at least in mine, I have him projected to go four to the Jets. So, um, he'll, he'll probably be the number one corner off off the board, which is nuts. A UC player going top five, which who knows? That could be wrong. I'm, obviously, I'm, I could be wrong there, but it just makes sense I, for the Jets I've to seen... take him at four. I've seen some people, yeah, have them anywhere within the top five. But is there going to be any – like what – I'm trying to think how I should say this because it's just the draft. Um, <laughs> is there going to be any surprises? You know, there's always a few in the first round. Um, I think – and it's typically with quarterbacks when, yeah. when there's surprises. Um I do think a surprise would be like a 
Malik Willis. Like, I think the Lions taking him at two. It wouldn't be unheard of, but I think people would be like, oh, wow. Um, a little bit of a shocker. Um, or someone trading up in the top three to take a quarterback. Um, similar to, like, kind of what the 49ers did last year when they traded up to take Trey Lance. No one really saw that coming. No one thought it was going to happen. Um, and we'll see if that works out for them or not. That might absolutely backfire. But um, it all surprises come around quarterback. So if I would say there was a surprise, it would be maybe someone like, um, let's see, someone like the Saints using their two first-round picks, trading up in the top five to take a quarterback, which I think would be a bad decision in this year's draft. I think it's better to sit back and wait um, until next year because the quarterback class is better next year. Um, similar to, like, I think what the Eagles are doing. They traded away one of their first-round picks this year. They had three this year, now they have two, to gain an extra first next year so that they can get one more year of Jalen Hurts and then trade up next year if they have to. Because then they'll have – I think I believe they have three first-round picks next year now. So they can use those first-round picks to trade up for a quarterback next year. So I think that would be the big surprise. Someone outside of the top ten trading into the top five to draft a quarterback. That would I think that would be the surprise. Just because it's not a – it's not a quarterback talented draft class, and overall, in general, it's a it's a pretty weak draft class. Like Aiden Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson going one, like I mean, he's no he's no um, like not even the Bosa brothers. He's no Miles Garrett. Like it, it's got to be the weakest number one overall pick since. Thank you, I'm trying. <laughs> okay, well, quarterback's different. Because, like, at least it's a quarterback. Like, it makes sense taking a quarterback there. But, yeah, Baker Mayfield, that, that'd be a good one. Um, but uh, but he had a good rookie year still. It was more, like, recently that he kind of went downhill. But I'm trying to think of, like, who – maybe Eric Fisher, I want to say. I think it was 2012. Mario Williams. Mario Williams is a good one. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, but I'm also thinking Eric Fisher draft where they had, there was three offensive linemen that went one, two, three. And it was like the most boring draft of all time. Um, <laughs> Damn, is, Lyman means so much, but no one gives. I know. A fuck. No one gives a. No one gives a shit about him. I know. It's sad. They're so important too. So and it's important. just like, but it's boring. It's not exciting. You know, like no, you no. want to see quarterbacks, receivers go off the board early. Like last year's draft was was awesome. You had three quarterbacks, and then you had Kyle Pitts, and then Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle. Like the first six picks were all insane playmakers. So yeah, I don't know. Quick question. That would be my surprise. Yeah. If uh, if you're if you're a uh, a team with no quarterback or mm-hmm. questions about your quarterback, would you rather try to trade from Baker Mayfield rather than draft mm-hmm. one in this class? <laughs> that is a. T- are you talking as an Eagles fan here, and not in your word? No, 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 no. I don't. I don't want Baker. I don't want Baker. Um, I'm saying like. I'm okay. saying like for, maybe yeah. for like the Saints, like the Saints. Saints get, like, or like Baker. Seahawks or something. Yeah. Yeah. The teams that make sense. Um, I probably wouldn't, if I'm being honest. I don't think Baker's going to cost that much. I think this is going to be one of those trades, similar to like not not to Brock Osweiler extent. I don't know if you remember that trade where they gave up a second round pick and Brock Osweiler and got like a fourth rounder in return or something. It was insane. Like it was insane. They were like, take him in a better pick and just take his contract. Um, I know Baker's fifth year option is 18 million, I believe. So he's due 18 million this year. So if I am the Seahawks or if I am the saints, um, who would be another good option? Um, even the lions, maybe, um, lions don't really make that much sense or the giants, Mm. maybe, uh, I think I would That's rather take, yeah, I, I think I'd rather take a shot at either Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, about, Kenny Pickett, Carolina. Matt Corral. Um, ooh, Carolina's tough. Sam Darnold stinks. <laughs> uh, but you're paying him a decent amount too. Yeah, I think, I think I'd rather draft a young quarterback and try and develop him. You know what Baker is. You've seen him for four or five years. Like you know, he he hasn't hit his ceiling yet, or he he could still you know still has potential. But I would rather spend a you know first round pick. Not you don't need even need to spend a high first round pick. You can you know trade back, get more picks, and take like a Kenny Pickett or a Matt Corral or a Desmond Ritter. I'd rather have one of those guys at a much cheaper contract than a one year Baker Mayfield rental for eighteen million dollars. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I just mm-hmm. I can't believe how far he's dropped. But then again, yep. he did play for Cleveland, so yeah. And I, I think he gets um, he gets shit on a little too much. I think he 
I, I think he played through a, a bad injury last year. Um, not saying he was ever going to be a, you know, top 10 quarterback or anything, but I think the, the whole, his whole situation kind of stinks. He, uh, he seemed to fit Cleveland well, like personality wise. And it just, it's a bummer that he kind of has to take the shit he's getting now. Like, especially from Cleveland fans, like, come on, you guys were nothing before him. I mean, you're still nothing, but you, <laughs> he, he brought, he brought you one playoff win at least. So you can't hate on him that much. <laughs> oh man. We love Cleveland. Yeah, we do. Um, Cleveland. We love Cleveland here. Okay. If you, wow. And you might, you might not know the answer to this, but I have one question for you as an Eagles fan. They have two first round picks. What, what is your ideal scenario for the Eagles? Uh, they need, just, dude, just the receivers are so bad. Yep. Like, that's the only thing I could really think of. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. – <sighs> trying to think of their offense. I mean, they should definitely draft a receiver in Desmond Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you just want Desmond Ritter because you're a UC fan. But, no, I just uh, don't like Jalen Hurts. I mean, maybe, I maybe some don't. linebackers. Their linebackers suck. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I have them taking – uh, Jameson Williams, the Alabama receiver, at fifteen. So that'd be um, anyone from Alabama, man, and put him next to <laughs> put him next to Devontae. And no, I'm they'd happy. have a good receiving core. They would definitely have a good receiving core. So and, yeah, um, I guess Jalen Hurts is the Alabama guy, but they actually have, uh, but their linebackers are, are trash. Mm-hmm. They have one dude from Cincinnati, Eric Wilson, who is actually we. Have, when I was there, but when he's starting for you, it's a problem. <laughs> That's when you know that you have. I mean, he was on this. He was only doing special teams in Minnesota. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's two decent linebackers um, this year, uh, Nicobe Dean and Devin Lloyd. So, I could see them taking one of them. Those are both probably. I, one of them will go. Ah, they might both go in the first round, but. They're, they're kind of those fringe guys like that you might see go in the, the 20 to 30 range. So I could see them taking one of them with their second pick at 18 because that's kind of right in that that range where one of them – it might be a little bit of a reach, but um, – The only issue the only issue I have drafting, <clears throat> drafting for need in the first round, unless it's like an over you – know, unless it's like an unbelievable guy, you obviously draft for need, but mm-hmm. you just have to take the most talented – Right. No, I and I completely agree with that philosophy. I, I don't like the drafting for need, especially high in the first round or like mid to high. I think you just yeah, got you, dra- you draft there. You draft for need in like the second, third, and fourth. Right. Or even even if like the only I can also see drafting for need if it matches up somewhat well. Like if you're That's, drafting between yeah. like if you're the Buccaneers or like twenty seven through thirty two, uh, maybe not the Chiefs anymore because they got rid of Tyreek Hill, but like. I don't know, like the Bucks, they they I mean they can draft for need a little bit just because the roster is is. And I'm saying when, when you have so a high pick, right. like when you have right. a high yes. pick and like you have a question about like a quarterback, it's kind of like what uh, the 49ers did. They had a question about Jimmy Garoppolo, but they're like, "Fuck that, we're getting Trey Lance because he's that good," you know? Yep, I'm curious to see how he does this year too. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, I wish we got to see more of him last year, but. Um, no, I, I think that's 100% right. It's like <clears throat> kind of like the Bengals last year. They, I mean, Jamar Chase was the best player. I wanted them, I personally wanted them to take Jamar Chase, but offensive line was a much bigger need when you already have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins, and you have no one along the offensive line. But they took Jamar Chase, and it seemed to work out well for them. So I agree with the taking the better player available, especially when you're picking top 10 and your team is just, just yeah. needs talent. Yeah, I'd say that that rule goes for <clears throat> mostly just top 10, not. Not when you start getting back to, but no, when it's yeah, like a like, fringe, like when this right. guy like might drop in the second round, you're like, okay, maybe, right. maybe and, we can wait. And we see that every year with like the Seahawks specifically, they always reach on players um, and look where they are now. They reach for need. I mean, they took a sharp penny one year, which was like out of nowhere. They took Jordan Brooks two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Um, again, he, I mean, he's a solid player, but you, I mean, Sometimes linebackers, and, and that's kind of to your linebacker point, like linebackers aren't really difference makers in today's NFL. A lot of teams only play two linebackers um, out there. And, you know, it's the premium positions are edge 
corner, wide receiver, quarterback, obviously, and um, and tackles. Those are the positions you want to get young, talented at that you don't have to pay a lot. And that's why they go so early in the draft is because their second contracts are massive. So you need to get that value where, where you can. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, contracts that's are right, so man. big. Yeah, kind of wide receiver contracts are stupid. But I do have some more draft questions, but we can do that mm-hmm. after the draft. So Yeah, no, that works. Can, yeah, that we works. We can wrap wrap this up now. So uh thanks for listening. We'll be back we'll be back next week after the draft. Third day of the year. All right, Brian. <laughs> yeah, absolutely second favorite. Yeah, absolutely second favorite of the year. Um I, I didn't mention this earlier, but free agency. Starter free agency is also up there in top a couple of days, but um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, appreciate appreciate the support, and uh, and we'll talk to you guys later. All right, talk to you later, Brian. See ya.